abundance is everything. Money is a subject that it's energy and it's every single thing is a manifestation. I think this overlaps with spirituality aspects of material versus non-material and everything in spirituality. I didn't resonate with that even when I heard conversations like that about, you know, you should be just giving it away for free. And it always felt not right to me. It was about me discovering to honor what felt right for me. What's going on? Welcome to the Biz Women Rock Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Krimitzos. If you are passionate about growth in your business, if you are growing a purpose-driven business and you want access to education, to resources, and to other amazing businesswomen who can help you do it better every single day, then this is the podcast for you. You may have noticed that so many of the women I've been bringing onto the show lately are talking very openly about their challenges, changing seasons, transitions, or self-doubts, and really identifying how they got and continue to get through it all. Meditation continues to be a tool that so many of them identify as one of the foundational ways they stay tuned into who they are, what's important to them, and how to continue doing the best right thing for them. Whether you've been meditating for years or perhaps you're a relative newbie, check out the guided meditations on the Meditation for Women podcast. These are meditations I've created just for you. I would love for you to take a listen to the Meditation for Women podcast and use it as your own personal library of guided meditations for the exact message that you need to hear during all those ever-changing seasons and transitions and moments of your life. Just search for Meditation for Women on the podcast app that you happen to be listening to this show on, or go to meditationforwomenpodcast.com. Carrie Cott is the creator of The Universe Made Me Do It. She provides intuitive coaching and support that helps her clients understand what's really going on in order for them to transform through pain both physical and emotional. Her podcast, also called The Universe Made Me Do It, is just one of the many ways that she's able to market her gifts to those who are listening. During this conversation, Carrie and I discuss why and how she uses testimonials as one of the most powerful tools in order to communicate the value of her services so they can be seen as deliverables. How her level of confidence and direct honesty about her gifts and how she can truly help people helps her bring on new clients all the time. How she gives potential clients confidence that she knows what she's talking about and has standard processes and tools. And how she makes sure that they have a completely customized experience with her. We also discuss how she incorporates her high-touch services into her pricing, the value ladder that she's created, which is the different levels and price points that she's created for people to access her, And we talk about the mindset shifts that she's gone through in order to charge for what she's worth within an industry that doesn't always make that okay. And the real strategies that she has implemented to see real financial results in her business. 
This is an incredible conversation with Carrie. Very practical. And I know you're going to love it as much as I did. Carrie, what's going on? I'm so excited that you're here. Oh my gosh, Katie. I am so excited to be here (laughs) with you in this conversation. Me too. So you and I just had this little mini conversation about like what we're about to talk about. Because in the space of business, there's literally a zillion conversations that we can have. And so this particular topic that we're talking about, you and I were both like giddy little girls. Like, oh my God, hurry up. Let's record. Let's talk about this. Which is exactly why I know that you are the right person to have this conversation with. We're here to really talk about the soft skills of business, if you will, or when you have gifts that are, let's say, a little bit more woo-woo or spiritual or in the transformation, personal development type of an arena... A big common question is like, okay, but how do I monetize that? And not just monetize that, but how do I do that in a meaningful way that doesn't feel money-grubbing but is still profitable and being okay with that. So we're going to have that big conversation. But what that really requires is me understanding where you started from so that I understand and can really set up what your business looks like now. So meaning, tell us how you maybe you did it wrong in the beginning. (laughs) Isn't that what that always means? So first off, talk a little bit about what you do and how you show up and how you support people in the space of how it works for your business. How I support people now currently is I love getting in there with them about what's really going on in their life. This is just going to kind of overlap because I have a, a background in Chinese medicine. So I'm a licensed primary acupuncture physician and have degrees, two masters in acupuncture and oriental medicine. So I have that background and I started out in that field. And then what began to happen is it began to morph and morph into what I'm doing now. Sometimes people will come to me for physical discomfort. Typically their body is communicating something to them. But what I'm offering in this space that no matter what's existing for them, whether it's physical, emotional, mental, whatever's happening in their life is the conversation that I have with them. So they might be like, I'm having this physical pain in my body. And I acknowledge that, but my conversation goes straight to what's happening in your life. And I use my intuitive skills. So I'm just off the bat, just going in deep with them. Mm. That's what I really offer is that intuitiveness of what is actually the root. Not like, what did you eat? Or did you exercise or not exercise? But literally, what's going on with your relationship with your husband right now? Are you like fully self-expressed? What is it that you're withholding? And a lot of times I can pick up on what those things are. Mm -hmm. And it's also my job to help them to discover it on their own. So that's what I'm really providing. And how that shows up really depends on the individual So I'm having a session with someone. We could just be on the phone having a conversation. We could be sitting on my couch having a conversation. We could be doing hands-on healing, them just laying there peacefully. It literally can show up in a different way of manifestation of how we work through that. My intention is really just to help people discover how their body communicates with them and how it's reflecting things in their life and to really take back their power of 
acknowledging that they created all of it. So if they created all of it, they have the power to shift and change what it is that they're experiencing. So the impetus for people coming to you is physical pain. So I would imagine that that's really where all your marketing really begins as far as like, are you experiencing this, 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 or this, right? So, and then you're allowing all of those other things to come into play in your ability to help heal that. Is that right? Yeah. And you know, I'm actually transitioning into a new space with that because I had such a long stint of really focusing on the Chinese medicine aspect. So Mm -hmm. I still get a lot of people coming to me that are requesting acupuncture, my Chinese medicine services. And a lot of times they're coming with physical discomforts. Their conversations usually aren't always, it might be like stress, but they're not necessarily talking about like, I feel fearful, I feel doubtful, right. though that comes out. Right. And so as I'm creating a transition in my business of moving through that, meaning I'm actually not going to be doing acupuncture in the way that I used to and the Chinese medicine, though it is always going to be a piece of what I'm doing, I'm just moving to more access to people all over the world. So a lot of times people are still coming with a physical ailment when they're just reaching out to me. People that I meet, right? as I'm sharing what I'm doing, it opens up a different kind of conversation for them to come in. And a lot of times people, when they come to me, they're like, wow, I didn't expect to get this when I came here. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, because you know, I share with them over the phone, like, you're coming for an experience here. And this is about your life. Yes, I got that you're experiencing this physical discomfort. We're going to discover what's really going on and what it is that you're creating. And so that's an important conversation that I have with them, even before they come, is to get really clear about what it is that they want to be creating and feeling because we're moving towards it. And my conversation isn't about, let's keep talking about what's not working. Let's acknowledge it. And then let's move towards what it is that you do want to be creating. I'm curious to know what strategies you use to make that a valuable deliverable for people. Because that's obviously big work and it's internal work and it's mind, body, soul work. And it also may not be perceived as valuable as oh, I'm going to get this XYZ result out of X amount of sessions with you. This is why I'm calling it sort of a soft skill and a soft service because it's a little more challenging for somebody to wrap their head around what is the immediate value and deliverable I'm going to get from this, right? So what strategies have worked for you to have that conversation so that they can see the value in investing in this? Well, you know, when you ask that question, the first thing that popped in my head were my testimonials. I started noticing that people were like, I read your testimonial. I read your testimonials. And that's what brought them in. It wasn't really so much about them trying to figure out what I was doing or not doing. Something in a testimonial that they read had an impact on them so much that they were like, I just need to come and see you. Right. So that has been so so powerful. And the other thing is over time, what I discovered, the more that I owned what I was up to and was connected to who I'm being, and I was being true to myself and my business, the more it just was naturally there. And Mm. so when I'm communicating with people, it's just kind of like, it's already there. 
when I'm communicating, I'm being direct. The more direct I am and clear about what I'm offering and who I'm being, it gets conveyed. So on that energetic level, it's there and it's present. What usually happens when people have a conversation, if they're already sold to have an appointment with me or not, they're like, whoa. So like, I, like, it's almost like I get this vision, like they're a kid in a candy store and they're like, I thought I was just coming in for milk duds and like, <laughs> sounds like I'm going to like get a good portion of the store here. <laughs> they're like, I'm walking into Charlie in the chocolate factory. Let's just be honest. Right. <laughs> but, but you know, it's something about, I just keep feeling guided again to say the testimonials, they speak for themselves. I don't even have to do anything in regard to that. And I have different platforms that they're on and they're on my website and it's such a powerful tool. I so appreciate you saying that because that is such a great tangible way to see deliverables in real life. Especially, by the way, if you're listening, if your results are so customized <laughs> to every individual and their situations, of course, you could string threads through the similarities in all of those results, right? But if the results are so customized and important and deeply impactful to each individual that you work with, testimonials are such a great tool to solidify that and really keep people like, okay, that's a result that I want or that feeling is incredible or or, that's the exact problem I had and that's awesome. So I'm going to go. I got to talk to Carrie. Yeah. And something that also just popped in too is that when I'm communicating to them, because mine are so customizable. it's I sometimes have conversations about let's create what works for you. Yeah. But it really is about the individual. And that's something else that I conveyed to them on the phone. I said, look, these are some things that I offer as tools. And I work intuitively. And this session is about you. So it's tailored to what it is that's required for you in our session, in in our treatment, and whatever it is that we're going to do. It's about you. So I really make sure that's conveyed in the conversation and that they get that. Once again, I just want to make sure to highlight that as a really powerful strategy, i.e. having some sort of... I'm going to call it a template or being able to communicate tools that you generally go over with people or you generally work through and use and making sure that that is paired with the customization of it all. Because I think that's a really good way to be able to make people feel like, Oh, she knows what she's doing. And she's done this enough to have created tools and have created like maybe some processes or some steps that we're going to go through. And she cares enough about me and sees me as such a special human being that she's going to make sure that I'm creating my own experience along the way. Yeah. And something else that I do and I share with people is like, look, you have one session with me, you have access to me for your life. So it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter if you need something, reach out. And it's interesting because... I would have thought for sure in the past, me saying that to someone would be, I'd be bogged down with people like knocking at my door, calling me. And the more that I am true to myself in how I'm working with people and who I'm being is that it's more like I reach out to them to connect with them of like, how's everything going? I'm checking in on you. And that's a part of the service that I provide is to stay connected to them. And I also tell them that you're going to have tangible things that you can take with you from our session because your life happens every day. So that's another strategy. But it's really important because for me, what I've discovered is I like that connection. And it's important because when they come for their follow-up session, whether it's on the phone or they're coming to a class of mine 
or if we're having an in-person session, I already have an idea of what's been happening. If it's been a week or two weeks or even three weeks since right. I've connected with them. And then that way, when they show up, it's not like we have to be caught up. It's like, okay, great. Where are you right here and now? Right. And sometimes things have come up for people and it could be me just like having a five minute conversation or sending a 30 second text to them to help them shift something in that moment. And I find that that's really valuable. And my prices reflect incorporating that into my services. I'm so glad you said that. I was just about to ask about that because some people could get in the space of like, oh, I'm giving away my time for free. But that's a beautiful way of being able to make sure you feel... No, I want... like That's important for me to keep in their lives and to keep connected. And so how do I make sure to make room for that in how I'm pricing things? So that's beautiful. And added benefit is you keep top of mind. So if they need to come back to you for a retreat or a different type of a session with you or a further session, like that keeps you top of mind and you are continuing to deepen that no love and trust factor. So it's definitely important to incorporate that, the the price point. And it's like, for me, what I've discovered is that I have to be comfortable with the price point. It has to work for me. I've often got that I have a higher price point, which is interesting because I've also been guided to raise my prices again. Mm-hmm. So I'm like in this space of like, okay, universe. But I had a friend say to me one time, well, what about somebody who can't pay that? How are they supposed to access you? And in that moment, I was just like, look, I have to service what I feel guided to service in. And there's access for every individual to have what it is that they need. And I was like, I cannot because I used to, I used to just bend over backwards for like people at time, prices, everything in order just to work with someone and that just never worked out. <laughs> like I overgave and like underreceived and I have to be in alignment for what it is that I'm creating. And the people that want access to me at this level, they're going to have access to me. Somebody else will either create it so that they can have that access or there's other options out there for them. Right. Or they're going to listen to your podcast for free, or they're going to watch your YouTube videos for free. Like, I always love that, like being able to give people different, I guess, price point access to you. So being able to, to give great content out there on all the different levels on a price chart, let's say, wherever is appropriate, they can get it, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that's something that I'm continuing to fill in for myself right now is that price point, that value ladder of, yeah, I have a podcast. People can listen to that for free. I write a blog typically almost every day on my Facebook, my Instagram, and I have YouTube videos. People message me sometimes. And so like, (laughs) they can have access to whatever level it is. They can come to a class. Some of my classes are donations. Some are certain price point. You know, there's totally access to different levels. That's so true. I love this. Okay. So in the space of this conversation about money, talk to me about the mindset that it takes perhaps even experience that you've had in needing to shift or enhance this mindset of this is valuable, who I am and what I'm providing is valuable. And there's a price point to that. And I'm worth it. And I'm asking this because in the realm of 
spiritual, more like personal development type of work, I feel like there's this overwhelming feeling of like, this is a gift that you have been blessed with. And so it's your job just to give it. And that's how you service the world. And if you dare make a profit on that, that clouds your gift or that really like darkens the work that you do. Talk to me about your experience with that. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> well, the first thought was interesting. That part of my head was like, well, you know, an accountant has a beautiful gift too. <laughs> and you pay for that, right? <laughs> yeah. And I pay for that. People pay for that service. And that is a gift. Everything is a gift. So when we break it down to the most basic level, everything that we offer is a gift. There is this consciousness belief about in that conversation of spirituality that it should just be given for free. And that was just a belief created in certain people's experiences. And I don't resonate with that because abundance is everything. Money is a subject that it's energy and it's every single thing is a manifestation. I think this overlaps with spirituality aspects of material versus non-material and everything in spirituality. I didn't resonate with that. Even when I heard conversations like that about, you know, you should be just giving it away for free. And it always felt not right to me. It was about me discovering to honor what felt right for me. Mm. There was even some conversations with the money aspect about like tithing and giving and you have to give to receive in a certain kind of way. And, and it just didn't make sense to me. Yeah. And it wasn't like it didn't make sense because I had heard something differently. It just didn't feel right. The more that I've continued on my journey, it's about trusting and honoring what's right for each individual. It's like somehow saying that since we all eat food, that we all have to eat certain kinds of food and in certain ways. And it just, we can't make that decision for someone else. I don't even interact with that conversation anymore either. So like, I don't even hear about that. Or if I do, it just doesn't even create any sort of discord in me because I've gotten to the point in my personal life where I was just sharing with a friend the other day and he was talking about if he should charge for his card readings he's doing. Um, He's really super talented. And most of the times people pay him, sometimes they don't. I just said, I was like, I love to charge people for what I do. Mm. But I didn't always feel that way. Like I said earlier, I literally would bend over backwards to have someone come see me whether it was the conversation of money or time. Like, yeah, I'll come see you then. Oh, you don't want to pay my price point? Okay, what can you pay? Right. I would just accept whatever I could. Right. I didn't have beliefs about that what I was offering was worth it. I also had entertained a conversation that people didn't want to really pay. Mm, Ah, Yeah. Like that was in the way. And the other thing is, is right now where I currently stand in this moment in time, I still have pieces of the conversation of money that I move through. Yep. I think we all do all the time. We're all, that is an evolving money mindset conversation with ourselves. It's again, going back for me about what feels right. So like I shared, I've been guided to raise my prices again. I'm not rushing it. I'm just 
honoring like, okay, I got that. And I just need to get into my own alignment with that. Yeah. And what that means for me. And there's some shifting in the way that I'm offering my services too. So that very well might be some of that. But the thing is, is that I realized one thing I used to do is I used to hide the prices from people in conversation. I would tell them how amazing it would be. And then like, I would either wait till the last minute or I would try and avoid it because I was feeling like somebody was going to reject me based on my price point because my past history was people were haggling on my prices and I was compromising. And then that was something that I just had to start practicing, sharing with people and being very upfront about it. And it was really uncomfortable for me. Yeah. Did it just take more practice to let that be comfortable for you to finally get some yeses and like for you to get that validation? Like, this is okay. Like the right people are going to be saying yes. Well, yes. And I remember a time I actually lowered my prices so that I could feel comfortable and powerfully saying what my price point was. And it was really great because it got me into a space where I started to feel comfortable saying this is how much I charge for my service. Yeah. As I continued to do that and be clear about, okay, this is what I charge. It got easier and easier. And something happened in that I stopped trying to defend what it is I was doing. Oh, got it. More of a justification of like, trust me, this price point is worth it. Now when I communicate to people, it's not like, by the way, this is how I can justify what I charge you. It's just like, by the way, this is just how I work. This is a session. When you have a session, you're actually just not coming in for one session. You have access to me. So if you need anything, you have that. And then I'm going to check in on you and see how you're doing. And if there's something that comes up, we can address it. And it's just a matter of fact now. There's been so many different levels. I'm trying to think if it literally is just about keep sharing it. And the thing that I had to discover was I had to be first okay with the price point. Yes. I call that the happy price point. You get to that by one sort of researching the market, like do it okay, like just having a vague idea of what's out there in relation to what I'm doing, right? And kind of what your own goals are and how what you're doing relates to it. And then ultimately, how does that land with me? Like, how does that feel? Like, it's that gut feeling at the end of the day, that happy price. Yeah, it really is a gut feeling because there were times I was charging because I felt. I knew that I was supposed to be charging something different than I was. And so I would do it before I was ready, before I was emotionally there. And I was like, Oh, this feels good. And I like put the cart before the horse sort of situation. So I felt it intuitively. And I was like, Oh, I got to do that now. When instead right now where I'm at is I'm like, okay, great. I got the message. And I just need to get there first for myself emotionally, because if I'm not there, when I'm connecting with people, they're not going to be there either. Right. Right. A message that I feel really guided to share right now is just honor what feels best for yourself right now. And you can always change that. There's no format for it. It's just about trusting what works for you. Yes. I'm so glad that you said that because that was exactly what I was going to ask you. Like, what's the biggest piece of advice that you would give somebody right now who's really struggling with this? And that's right on point. I just think that's so powerful. And what I really wanted to highlight here, and you've done a great job doing it, is just at the end of the day, like it really is 
combination of an inner knowing of and learning and evolving into the value of who you are, what your gifts are, and how you're providing them to the world, coupled with the continued feedback. And as you practice giving that and having a business out of it, the feedback that you get, how that's translating in your testimonials, for example. And the more results that you create... And the more that's in line with the gifts that you're, you are here to give and people validating that through giving you money because it's valuable to them, I promise you the stronger you're going to feel about this whole conversation and about, yes, this is my gift. This is what it looks like. This is who it is best for. And this is the price point for it. And there's my business model, right? (laughs) Yeah. And law of attraction is always reflecting to us what we have going on in our vibration. So every single person we are interacting with is reflecting where we are with that. So like I used to honor those conversations of people wanting to change my price point. And so people would ask, and then one day I was just started saying no, and then it just doesn't happen. Mm. The other thing that newly has come up for me uh, just a couple of times is that somebody has said something like, you know, I can't afford that right now. And so I throw it back into their court of what is it that you could create for yourself to make this work? Having them look, I used to offer people like, oh, this is how this could work for you. This is more like a special conversation. So I'm always intuitively feeling what's there. Like I know when somebody calls me, what's there energetically. So I trust that. And I know that in the conversation. And then sometimes I can feel within someone, they're dealing with something of why they want to come and see me. And so if it feels right, I'll offer something like that. And it even gives them an opportunity to look and see what they could create. And I've had some people come and be like, okay, well, can I pay you half right now? And then have my session. Okay, great. All right. Well, that's an option. Does that work for you? Great. My intention is that you pay before you come and see me. So I love that. And that gets created. And the thing is, is that again, it's like, where are our beliefs about money and our worth of like, this is who I am. And that is the thing. The more I honor who I am, because I used to hide my intuitive skills. I would front it with the knowledge that I knew about Chinese medicine. I could be like, oh yeah, well, this feels like this on your body or I saw this in your ear like this. But literally I was just hearing it in my head or I saw a vision of something or somebody would come in with low back pain and I'm like, oh my gosh, they got some stuff going on with their mom and I I could tell what emotions they were. And then I would use my tools to get it out. And what I started doing is I just started sharing my intuitiveness because I had a story that somehow people wouldn't believe it. And why would they want to come see me for something like that? And the more and more that I trusted that, I mean, the more I proved to myself how tapped in I was to being able to translate that from that person and know what they had going on and why they were there, the more my business began to shift. And the ease in which people, they would come in with something, the quicker that would shift for them, the more I allowed myself to trust what was there. And it's fun for me. That was the other thing. It's become so much more fun that now when I talk to someone, I say, that's how I dominantly work with my intuitive skills. But it started from a space of like hiding it and needing to justify it. 
what I feel guided to share is that like, wherever we are with that, we would just honor it because it is a journey. And so for me, in my experience, I started out one way and I had to discover it and start sharing it. And then, you know, I'm always opening up new layers. The transition I'm in right now with my career is about honoring that aspect of who I am. So it's about moving away from more of the physical, tangible aspects and really honoring that intuitiveness. I have a client that I've been working with in California. We had a phone session and she had some physical issues going on. And my brain was like, oh man, if I was like physically there working with her, And it was like, no, take this on as an opportunity to not have to need those tools, see someone in person or be attached to like a physical thing, helping someone. Right. We had a 30 minute phone call. And within that time, she was having flu symptoms. So she could barely breathe. We're having this call and we're talking about a relationship that she has that's just like not working for her. And the conversation wasn't even about what she was feeling physically. And in the session, she could start to breathe because we were getting to what was really going on. And I was like, wow, I needed that to show myself what I'm being guided to do and how I'm feeling guided to work with people is like, I can trust that and I can keep going in that direction. Being able to translate your gifts virtually, basically. And so, yeah, yeah, which is huge because that opens up a global audience to you. Like, oh my gosh, all of a sudden I can talk to people and share my gifts with anyone in the world, wherever they are. And I've been blaming my past history of why people keep calling and saying like, I want to have an acupuncture session with you. I want to have an acupuncture session. I keep like, oh, well, people are just so used to it. I'm out there on the web and stuff and referrals and people know me as an acupuncturist. And what I just got right now is that that's my stuff. I'm holding on to that and saying that's preventing me from moving forward. So I just got that for myself right now. I love it right now because I'm the only one doing that. And that's why people are still like, Hey, can I come? And I have this thing, well, people love to work with me in person and because they prefer that. And I'm like creating yes, the swaying in this moment. And I just, wow, that's so amazing because I'm so <laughs> excited about what's going to open up. <laughs> well, and really it's obvious. Everyone listening can hear your gift. And hear how that has evolved. And ultimately, just the wisdom and the strategic mind and the the really savvy business mind that comes to it so that you can really live in, in abundance, that you can live this beautiful life that we all talk about, which is like, it is a designed life, doing what I love, helping people the way that I want to help them and the way that they best receive the value of my gift in a way that's profitable and it feels good and it's abundant. You are just such a beautiful encapsulation of that. And by the way, one that is always evolving and always shifting and changing and becoming better. And and always as Leslie Durso from a past episode months ago talked about, always in the middle of your journey. Carrie, I really honor you for being here. It was such an incredible conversation. And I'm so grateful that you put such brilliant words to a topic that I think all of us can learn from. Thank you so much, Katie, for having me on your show and everyone listening. It's such a beautiful gift to receive and give in the same moment. 
Today's show is brought to you by Active Campaign, the only email marketing system you'll ever need. After nine years with the same email marketing provider that I was really, really not happy with, I was desperately searching for one that was simple, easy to manage, and affordable. Active Campaign easily stood out above the rest, and I have been ridiculously happy with them ever since I made the switch. Emailing my community and creating automation series for special resources has never been so simple. Whether you're ready to start your first email marketing setup or you are searching for a new provider, I highly recommend Active Campaign. Go check them out at bizwomenrock.com forward slash AC. That's for Active Campaign. bizwomenrock.com forward slash AC. AC. 